Do you want to experience the thrill of a Packers game at Lambeau Field? If so, be sure to get your game tickets from the longtime trusted source in Wisconsin, Ticket King. Visit their locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay or just go to their website, theticketking.com. Again, that's theticketking.com. And now, for fans of the 13-time NFL champion Green Bay Packers, this is Cheesehead TV Live. Cheetahs don't stretch and neither do we. I think you're an idiot, and I mean that with the most respect possible that I can give to an idiot. Packers Hall of Fame quarterback, Jacob. Jacob. It's not as fun to say as equanimous. That is a perfect example of a wrong opinion. Ring the bell. Welcome back, Packers fans. Oh, my gosh. Is this thing – we, we get all the dust off these microphones, Jeremy? Yeah. <laughs> it is Cheesehead TV Live. I am Jason Perrone and Jeremy Vanderlinden of Cheesehead TV. Yep. Thank you for those of you who are at YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube. Yep. If you're not on YouTube, you didn't just hear me say that. So uh, <laughs> if you're not here, raise your hand. Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Jason Perrone. You can follow Jeremy at, at JeremyRVDL. You can follow the show at, at CHTV Live. And as always, you're going to want to follow the show because we're going to be doing some more fantastic giveaways. Jeremy, in fact, we have one coming up. That's right. We're doing a giveaway <clears throat> this Bless weekend. You. Bless Thank you. you. <laughs> we're doing a giveaway on Sunday. I'm giving away, a, uh, well, we are giving away a uh, signed Marco Rivera Packers hat. It's a nice hat. It's very nice. Uh, it's a large, extra large. So if you've got a tiny hat, you can give it away for Christmas. But it is a, uh, a fantastic hat. So make sure you go to our Twitter account, at CHTV Live, and get in on that. Don't miss out. I, I'm looking at the chat, and Sanjay says, Kevin King equals Nick Perry 2.0. Oh, the chat. Let's not even get into the chat Shut yet. your no, mouth, no. Sanjay. Don't you say that crap on our chat. Okay. Hold on. No, that's fine. Sanjay, <laughs> what's up? What's up to everyone in the chat? Thanks so much for being there. Okay, so obviously, it's been a... We haven't been, it's been like three weeks. Time Packers out. have time lost out. every game since we left. Yeah, that's right. Okay, time out. Uh, it says on, somebody said on the chat, no video. That's right, no video. There's a reason. Uh, we are working on having video, and we, and we were going to go tonight, but Jason and I made a bet. If the Packers fired Mike McCarthy in season, we had to do the show naked. <laughs> and so we didn't want anybody to see it, so here we are uh, with uh, no camera. So <laughs> we didn't want to ruin your eyeballs Uh have everybody pouring bleach into their eyes. We're saving you. We're, we're, we're here to help you. But no, we are we are working on camera. I just ordered one. I have tried many, many things to get camera rolling and have had some trouble. I ordered one. We should be good to go in the next two weeks. We, you should see our faces. So camera is coming. Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we're working on that whole video element. But for now, it's all audio. So it is Wednesday evening. We are three days removed from the firing of former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy. That still sounds very strange to say. The Packers are back at practice. Joe Philbin is leading the charge. There is a litany of players on the injury list ahead of this weekend's game against the Atlanta Falcons, which, strangely enough, will not be flexed out of the 12 noon time slot. They're not going to get Sunday night or Monday night. Yeah, but night I think something or... changed because it was going to be broadcast locally here in Arizona. No, it's not. So I think. Uh, They've they've narrowed that down and then, well it wasn't you know. it wasn't the Packers the Packers did not change anything everything no. else around them that's working well and succeeding is is changing so we all at this point I mean it's been a while since you've heard our voices in fact I think the last time we did a show was after the Dolphins game wasn't it 
Was it the after Miami? Or we didn't even? Uh, I, didn't I don't even, know. even think we did a show after. No, that. it was before. Too that. much holiday stuff, Thanksgiving Jeez, and whatnot. Yeah, so, so much. We missed out on a bunch. We missed. So you obviously, guys. so we we're it. not gonna we're not gonna go back through everything. And in fact, I don't want to spend that much time talking about Arizona either. We already know what happened. It was right. a terrible game, awful Ugh. showing. It's it's all about moving forward and what's gonna happen from this point uh, and now. So before we get to the Atlanta game, because that's kind of the the uh, unfortunately at this point of the season, it's the back burner story. We've got all this coaching stuff going on. So we have three days worth of social media, Twitter posts, suggestions, all of the most outlandish and crazy ideas, all of the most outlandish and crazy ideas. But here's the exciting thing. And I want to remind you guys, we have a phone number. You can call the show. You can leave a voicemail. I think you can text us too, right, Jeremy? Yeah, you can You can text. text message. You can leave a voicemail. You can communicate with us in some way, shape, or form. Do we have the number handy? So you can hand, yep. give it out on the I air? I got the phone number. It's okay. 920-395-9030. 920-395-9030. If you want to call and leave us your thoughts, we'll probably play it on the show. Just don't swear, okay? Because there's a certain someone who helps us run this this thing who does not like swearing. So we got to keep it clean for the kiddos and the families. But... Share your passionate takes. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, absolutely. And so we haven't really had a lot of traffic on the phone, but we did get a voicemail this week, and it was like Monday, like right after everything kind of was starting to, well, not calm down a little bit, but it was like Monday morning. We got a, a voicemail right out of the gate. Jeremy, do we have the audio? Yep. All right. Hey, fellas, this is Bob. I just wanted to call and talk about the Packers. Hey, fellas, this is Bob. I just wanted to call and talk about the Packers. Hey, a great show, by the way. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, so, hey, I'm just real mad here about the Packers. I feel like they've just been doing it all wrong. I understand the fire into Mike McCartney, but at the same time, keeping Aaron Rodgers don't make no sense. The guy's a total diva. He's got everything in the world that he can have. He's got all the money that he could need, and he's got a hot girlfriend. I don't understand how he walks around all day looking so pouty. I'm not sad all the time. I didn't even get a deer this season, and I'm still happy as can be. My wife burnt the pot roast the other night, but I'm fine. Just pass me a Milwaukee's best, and everything's great. Let me tell you how they can fix this problem. All they got to do is bring back Brett Favre. Okay, hear me out. Brett Favre could be the quarterback. He could be the coach. He could be the GM. He could be the janitor. He could do everything in that building. Brett Favre is a magician. And I think if you want to go to the Super Bowl immediately, you need to bring back Brett Favre. All right. Well, Bob, what a what, what a guy. That was a very comprehensive message. He really thought that thing through. So that is what all of us have been seeing on social media. Okay, for those of you in the chat too, I want to thank everyone for uh, jumping on. We actually have a couple of parents on here who kind of like put their like dinner plans and their kids like shows on hold to come check in and see if there was any breaking Packers news. I have not heard anything new. We, I think the biggest news and, and the most recent thing was Winston Moss getting let go yeah. on Tuesday. Uh, other than that, there's no other major breaking news. There were a couple of signings of undrafted free agents and some roster moves that were very insignificant so far today. So nothing, nothing new to report for those of you who are, are waiting for the uh, for the breaker 
Um, there isn't really anything to share. So if you need to get back to life, please do. If not, then sit your butt down and listen. We got a lot to talk about here. So Jeremy, Mike McCarthy's out. Joe Philbin is in. I'll start by saying this right now. Joe Philbin, as much as they want to say is getting an audition and he's being considered, could be considered for the head coaching position, he's not getting this job. He's not getting the head coaching no. job in Green Bay. Joe Philbin is an extension of Mike McCarthy. Nope. If you're going to keep Joe Philbin, nope. why don't you just keep Mike McCarthy? It's the same reason as why the Packers didn't sign Des Bryant. If you're going to get rid of Jordy Nelson, why would you sign Des Bryant? If you're going to sign Des Bryant, why don't you just keep Jordy? So, no, Joe Philbin is not getting the head coaching job in Green Bay. If he does, it's bad, people. It's bad. Yep. Uh, Luke Mills asked that question on, on Twitter. He asked if Philbin's offense looks really great the next four weeks and we went out, what chance would he have to stay and would you want that? No, 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 I don't want that. Absolutely not. Um, no, absolutely not. So no Joe Philbin. I don't think uh, everybody knows what that looked like. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a smart choice. Uh, first, last, ask, ask why we're all wasting their time. Uh, actually, you're wasting your time. You don't have to be here. You can go anywhere you want to. But welcome to this YouTube page. Yeah, I know. It's like, I love when people follow you and then they complain about what you tweet about. It's like, <laughs> just you need to watch unfollow, just unfollow me or go away. Right. Uh, by right, the so. way, I, I just, little confession time. That that phone call was a joke because I wanted to, I wanted to make a point here. Wait a minute. That was you. Yeah, that was me. God. <laughs> All week, people, I just want you to know, we, as much as we talk and as good of friends as we are, I am just learning this for the first time right now. Did anyone else who was on the chat, did anyone else that listened to that message know immediately like, hey, wait a minute, that's the host Jeremy's voice. So, uh, jump in on the, on the chat and let me know if you did. Honestly, uh, be honest. Yeah, it, that, I'm Bob. I'm the Bob that called on the, the cell phone. Um, yeah, I, I have heard so many trash takes this week as, as you know, McCarthy got fired and everything that's going down and, and so many people calling in to sports radio and saying, Trade Aaron Rodgers. We need to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Um, what the hell is happening? Okay, now there's some kiddos in the oh, room. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. No, it's all right. There's some kiddos in the room, so we're gonna we're gonna try to tone it what down. What the heck now, is will, happening? Now wait, now I will tell you, parents, I will tell you, I cannot I can we can control the language, but I cannot necessarily control Jeremy's the volume of his voice if he gets very I fired do get up. loud sometimes. So just make sure your kids know it's a party over here, it's a fun party, so don't get scared and, and whatever you're doing. So, yeah, continue on. Because the Aaron Rodgers talk is going to intertwine much with the right. coaching service. Uh, yeah, people talking about getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Look, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. The quarterback position is so crucial in the NFL. And if you don't have a good one, then we're not talking a Hall of Fame quarterback. You need a good to great quarterback to be competitive. And if you get rid of Aaron Rodgers, what do you got? You want you want Deshaun Kaiser? Is that what you're asking? Well, for? they have Kaiser right now. They could make right. they could address it in the off season. And you've seen people suggest and, 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 uh, Brett Favre, right, for coaching. <laughs> That's real. I'm pretty sure Bob was talking about Favre coming back to play Brett, um, and if coach I'm and be the GM and be the janitor. <laughs> so yeah, the, the Favre thing is just come on, get off of it. And and the one thing I want to say too is uh, we'll get to the Aaron Rodgers thing because you know I keep seeing people are suggesting to trade Rodgers and move on from him. We can talk about that because sure. you're not going to do that right now, but we may not be the five to six years away that right. most of us want to be in seriously having that conversation, or we might. I don't know. Right. I really don't know. But the whole coaching thing, I just have to say, guys and girls out there, if you're going to make a suggestion for who you want the Packers to hire, that's fine. And Twitter is Twitter. It's social media. You can post whatever the heck you want. You can make the most outlandish sure. request because it's your social media, it's your words, it's your page. But just know that people like 
Tom Silverstein and Nagler and the guys that cover the team and Zach Cruz and all the blue check marks that you follow and should be following very closely that cover the Packers are looking at that and just it it just it gets a little bit cumbersome to read because some of right. these options are not realistic. Like you've got to explain why. Like those that want Bruce Arians, by the way, Bruce Arians doesn't want to come to Green Bay. Right. Okay. He came out out and said, I don't want to come to Green Bay. Why? Why Bruce Arians? Explain it. And I've seen some very smart people say they would like Bruce Arians. I wanted Bruce Arians. You did. Yeah, you wanted Bruce Arians. To me, it's like, okay, explain why. Because, and I'm not saying that the key to the city is the next Sean McVay. Right. Sean McVay's don't grow on trees. Oh, but, man, but, listen. But Jeremy, no, but Jeremy. I have an opinion. No, no, that... no, but that's fine. I'm going to wrap up here. But Good. here's the thing. You've got to move forward. And so if you're going to bring up a guy like that, explain to me how he's going to make it happen. Bruce Arians, what, what's what's my deal with Bruce Arians? Why would I want him? Because Bruce Arians' saying is no risk it, no biscuit. And that's exactly, to me, the hire that they need to make right now needs to fit with Aaron Rodgers above anything else. That is the most important thing right now. And Bruce Arians is that exact person. The, the, the way that he likes to run things, the way that he likes to run his offense is exactly up Aaron Rodgers' alley. Not to mention that Bruce Arians is a high-quality quarterback guy. That's what he does. That's his bread and butter. So if Aaron Rodgers needs help getting back into the swing of things, Bruce Arians would have been a good guy to do it. The way that he runs that offense would have been exactly what Rodgers likes to do. I think Bruce Arians would have been a good hire because, look, here's the thing. Yeah, he's got health issues, and he's not going to last that long, but neither is Aaron Rodgers. And at that point, you're rebuilding anyways. So you might as well, you know, bring in Arians, finish Rodgers' career, and then and then you're starting over. So – Mm, people in the chat, how do you feel about that? I don't like that. I think Aaron Rodgers can be can be saved. I think Aaron Rodgers can turn this thing around. He can turn, right. run a very dynamic offense like next week if you put it in front of him. So I'm not willing to give up the next four or five years of Rodgers and he goes off into the sunset with his one Super Bowl when it, there could have been more. Jeremy's smiling right now because somebody asked to replay that voicemail and that's all you needed was one person to say, <laughs> what? I yep. love it. Um, so, but no, but I mean like... Martin says Bruce Arians failed in Arizona, so he'll pass. Here's the thing. Who was his quarterback at the end of his time in Arizona? Carson Palmer retired. Didn't he have to uh, play Dan Orlovsky or whatever some terrible backup quarterback had to play because they did not draft, draft well? Steve Kime has not done a good job for Arizona bringing in personnel. So you can't really blame that on uh, on on Arians. That that no. doesn't make any sense. No, but that's but he's my my issue. It's a sensitive topic, but I'm going to ask everybody to just please bear with me because I like Bruce Arians. I really do. I give him a hard time because he coached the Cardinals, and I don't like the Cardinals. I we're in Phoenix, and I cannot stand the Cardinals. Right. They're my least favorite team in the NFL, which is weird. It is weird, but that's the way it goes. And yes, that's ahead of the Vikings, and you can chastise me all you want for it, but I hate the Cardinals first and foremost. Is that I don't know if he wants to coach. He he says he will come back and coach the Browns. I would have concerns about his ability to finish the season. Right. And that's all I'm going to say. I don't think the Browns want I, I The Browns want McCarthy. They're already sniffing around that. Well, but so, you know what? Okay, here's another thing. Okay, here's another thing. People, the narrative train. The narrative train gets really old. And this is why we all get so tired of going on social media and we have to take day-long, two-day-long breaks from going on Facebook and Twitter from reading the same crap over and over again. It's because... We keep recycling the same names. Oh, I've heard Lincoln Riley mentioned by 18 other people that sound smart. So I'm going to tell my buddy at the bar, right. the Packers should sign Lincoln Riley because that'll make me sound smart. Yeah, you know no, what? It's just, here's the thing. Okay. So I had something to say. You mentioned young coach. People are asking young coach or old coach or whatever. <sighs> what the hell does young have to do with anything? 
Being innovative, you don't have to be young to be innovative. Everybody wants the young, innovative coach like Sean McVay. No, you don't want like Sean McVay. You want Sean McVay. But you can be an innovative coach and be 90. So this thing that everybody's asking for, I want a young, innovative coach. Why young? What, you, what the hell are you even asking for? Well, that's the it assumption. That, that is not that's a the trait assumption. that you look for in a coach. Well, that's the assumption because look what look at what Nagy's doing in Chicago. Look at all the names. You know, DeFilippo in, in uh, Minnesota, offensive coordinator. Pete Carmichael in New mm-hmm. Orleans. One of our, our chat was saying, hey, I, I want the coordinator in New Orleans. That's Pete right. Carmichael. I've seen some mixed reviews on him. Those are all young guys. McVay is a young guy. So, but for, you know, you also have Andy Reid doing good things over in Kansas city. Now they just lost their running back because he's a complete idiot doofus. How hard is it to not hit women? Really? But you know, I, it doesn't, the, the age factor doesn't matter. Just get it right. Get the right person in here. I saw Here's a comment here. Dan says, you know, he's been saying for a long time, Rogers needs more say in how the organization should be run. I don't like letting not, not in in basketball. Maybe it's different because it's one of five guys. And by the way, if it's LeBron James, that's a little different than everybody else in the league in football. New. Absolutely not. I don't want Aaron Rodgers making decisions hard. No. I don't want him to be. He he won't. But I don't want him to even be a majority voice in the room. But they need they they do need to be considering Aaron Rodgers over everybody else on the team when hiring the next coach. Agreed. And they they'll talk to him. They'll talk to him. But I don't want him to have a you know a twenty. Well, he doesn't a 30%, have a say. A he 30, does not have a, a one say. third vote. No, no say, no vote. But he needs to be considered through the whole thing. Um. So DiFilippo is struggling a bit in, in Minnesota. Their offense does not look great. And I'm not saying like, you know, it's apples to apples because different team, different system, which by the way, bookmark this Jeremy, because we don't talk about, I'm going to be very upset. We are going to talk about Kevin King and TJ Watt. And hopefully it's for the last time. And I'm going to, because I have something I want to say about that after this. Okay. When we talk about apples to apples, if you take DiFilippo out of Minnesota and you put him in Green Bay, it's different players, different system, different environment, different right. everything, culture. He's not going to necessarily do all the things he does in Minnesota. Look at Case Keenum in Denver right now. Right. Well, you know, if you take somebody out of one environment and put him in another, there's no guarantee that he's going to be successful. So, by the way, all of you out there who think T.J. Watt would be blowing things up in Green Bay, he'd probably be on injured reserve right now, honestly. Right. <laughs> like, that's just this is the way it is in Green Bay. Um yeah, with DiFilippo, uh, he's not done well this year. He's running a very pass-happy offense with Kirk Cousins as, as his quarterback, and it's not functioning the way that he hoped. And he's got his head coach coming out saying they want to run the ball more and basically telling the media, like, I don't like the way he's running the offense. He's He has basically thrown him under the bus, right? So I think – DiFilippo will get interviewed, but he's not he's not my top prospect, that's for sure. I and, and back to the young thing, like fine if a guy's young, fine, but don't be bent out of shape if he's if he's older. He can still be innovative, and that's my point. Like, don't count on okay. it, like, oh, they didn't get Lincoln Riley. He doesn't this guy doesn't look like he's nineteen. I don't want I'm really Lincoln, disappointed. I don't want Lincoln Riley, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. Here's why. He's a good coach. He's gonna sign a massive extension with Oklahoma. I have mm-hmm. no source. But this is the way our lives go as Packers fans because we do this every single year. We want a thing we want so a bad. Guy, we want a thing, a player, a coach, a name so bad, and it's the most common name thrown around. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, on a random Tuesday, Lincoln Riley signs a 10-year extension in Oklahoma, and we're all like, well, and it's all a bunch of, of tweets and texts, well, bleep, to our friends. 
because that was the guy that we wanted. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. he's not mm-hmm. leaving. He's not coming to Green Bay. The more a name gets talked about, the less likely it is he's coming to the Packers because that's just not how the Packers – it does not how, how it works. But you got to have a guy that can relate to – I'm not going to say coach, fix, reinvent Aaron Rodgers. Right. So you got to have a guy that – I think Rodgers – okay, fine, you have an input or you have a say. Brian Gutekunst, I still think, has a majority – voice in the room, oh, even yeah. though Murphy makes the final call. And I think, I think that's I think all Gouda overblown. Has basically set the tone of I'm calling the shots here and I'll give you the talent to play with. And we're going to do things differently than before. So don't worry. It might take some time, but you go play quarterback and stop worrying about who's coming right. in here. We don't need another Randy Moss campaign. No, no, by, no, no, by a, by an aging veteran quarterback who's getting frustrated because there aren't enough other older veterans around him. Yeah. I don't want to ignore the chat. So I'm going to mention a couple of things here. Nathan says young coaches can communicate with millennials. That's actually a fair point because millennials are, have, it, people have been vocal about millennials actually being a problem in the NFL right now where uh, coaches are having a hard time with their players Just because shut they're up millennials. With that crap. Shut Seriously, up. though, Come on. if it's a thing, you got to know how to communicate no, with them. And, yeah, well, okay. What is the average age of the NFL player? It's uh, that it's been for the last hundred years. Yeah, they're, of course they're millennials because right. that's the age group. So just knock it off. We don't need to label them, and they're fine. There's plenty of genius and very bright players in the NFL. I'm so <laughs> I struck a I chord. Get, I get so. Well, I'm not even a millennial. I'm too old. I'm not even right. in that bucket. But I'm so tired of them getting labeled. Like, and right. like, and because like and being a millennial is a bad thing. Did not be that could not be more against what they want. Like you're not relating to somebody as soon as you say like, "Hey, you're this, 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 and that." As soon as they walk through the door before right. they even said a word. Right. Uh, and then Nathan says we need to steal Vic Fangio from the Bears. I really wanted Fangio as a defensive coordinator this offseason. I don't know that I want him as a head coach. Well, so but let's ask. How about this one? How about this one? Because. I'm warming up to the idea that the head coach might we might benefit from a head coach that's more defensive minded. A couple than of offensive. people are saying that in the chat as well, and I agree. I I I think the same thing. When you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you go out there and hire a defensive coach, build up a nasty defense, and and then let Rodgers and the offensive coordinator design what they're doing on offense and go out and wreck everybody. That's that sounds good to me. Teams don't do it though, for whatever re- reason. Teams just don't do that. I wish they would. I wish they'd consider it. So, everybody feeling good? Jason's defending all the millennials in the world. How's everybody doing? I just doing? don't like, I don't like the whole, you know, I don't like the whole millennial <laughs> argument and label. I just think that's all we, that's what, we always do this. We always like to bucket people, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm Gen X. You're, right. you're, I'm a millennial. you're millennial. I'm, a millennial. You're millennial. I'm like a late, yeah, or early millennial. Well, you're, are you Gen Y or are you after Y? Dude, I don't know. You're probably why. You're uh, probably you're probably. I, I, I kind of grew up in that time of like no technology. Halfway through my life, boom, computers and super technology craziness. And so like I can do both and live in both worlds. So I'm not quite. I'm like not quite one or the other. Can I just? I I, I just want to say I don't know if this needs to be said, but I just want to make sure that everyone in the chat is fully aware that transplants was earlier today. Nagler and Banky already went. This is Jason and Jeremy. We're Cheesehead TV Live. We're not Aaron Nagler. We're not Corey Banky. <laughs> If you're looking forward to the two of them trying to figure out which one of us is which, it the answer is C, neither, none of the above. I think I'm more like Banky. Cause sure. Because I, I believe. There is only one the Corey The Packers Banky. are going to win this Every week. game, every game. There is only one Corey Banky. There is That's only true. one Aaron Nagler. That's so true. Uh, I just, 
it's there's going to be a lot that's going to happen. And, and what is happening right now and the coaches that plan on being here and staying might change their mind a month from now, right. depending on how things go and how it plays out and who comes in and what the rumors are. And people's, you know, these, these people have livelihoods. They have families. They have feelings. Like, they're going to – those things are going to change. I wouldn't mind keeping Mike Pettin. I'd love to keep Mike Pettin and then just kind of work him in if, it's, if it is an offensive-minded head coach. If right. it's a defensive-minded head coach – you got to get it right and you've got to get somebody who's really good. But I want somebody who's a good leader who can instill a really good culture. Right. Like Del Rio didn't have very good um, results. Right. So you're leery of, of him specifically, but he, he kind of got that like good football uh, mojo. Right. That you want your team to kind of follow and right. you want to base it after. That is something I think the Packers will benefit from is I feel like the culture has just been, it's been so under McCarthy. It's like they were so, um, Kind of like him. He's so analytical and into the numbers and the analytics. But mm-hmm. it's like at the end of the day, it's kind of a street thing. Like you got to have some street smarts and just go out and play football. And you got to have guys who can play football anywhere and are just good because they're naturally react. They can naturally react to the situation and they can make plays. So, so you're saying that you agree with the Winston Moss tweet. You a leader above all else. That's what's important. I his his point that he made. Of course, is correct. You can't disagree. You can't disagree with the words that he said and the meaning of them. It was the the way that he did it, the timing, and um, right. people are sensitive to to jabs being taken at Mike right. McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. There's debate over which one he was talking to, or if it was both. Right. Okay. Well, since you brought up that uh, the uh, leadership thing, I'll read the tweet and we can talk a little bit about that. Uh, I, I do see people uh, mentioning some names, and we can get back to that, but. Uh, for now, we'll, we'll talk about some Winston Moss stuff. Ponder this. What championship teams have are great leadership, period. It's not the offensive guru trend. It's not the safe trend. Find somebody that is going to hold number 12 and everybody in this building to a Lombardi standard, period. Hashtag losing sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything he's saying, but I think the timing is questionable. I don't think... So Philbin said today he didn't fire Winston Moss because of the tweet. I don't think he fired him because of the tweet. I think Winston Moss probably did not handle it well when he didn't get the interim job. He's the assistant head coach, and he got leapfrogged by the offensive coordinator. And that probably pissed him off. So, and uh, I heard Mike Clements today, I think it was Mike Clements, say that this was a long time coming. Like they, Mike was protecting him, and other guys in the building didn't want him there. So... Winston Moss apparently not has not been a great fit in Green Bay, but he was protected by McCarthy because he had the, the final say on him being there or not. So, Jason, Winston Moss gone. Do you think Winston Moss even gets a shot at like a defensive coordinator job after this? I doubt it. I, I mean, I if doubt he, it. If fa- he was going so, to get one, I think he would have got one. My question is why they gave him the title of assistant head coach. To pay when, more money. When there was obvious, well, okay, that's fine. But when there was no chance that he was going to be chosen, if they needed an interim coach, he wasn't going to be the choice. So why even create the optic of, oh, we we were never going to give him that shot anyway? You're the assistant head coach. Do you, does anyone understand what the vice president means? It means that the president's gone or anything happens, the vice, the vice president, president steps immediately in. steps in. It's not even a question. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Why do you have an assistant head coach if he's not qualified to be that? I don't. I think only McCarthy liked him. <laughs> I think only McCarthy liked Winston Moss. 
Uh, Mike his, McCarthy liked a lot of guys, and he liked them for too long, and he hung on to them for way too long. Which was one of the big problems with McCarthy, the way that he held on to Dom Capers as long as he did. The way that he just – he was so stubborn, he wouldn't change things when they needed change. They had to cut Ty Montgomery so they could get this run game on track. Like, what is it that that makes it so difficult for the paid professional who's in the building on the sideline to know – who your starting running back and who your who your majority running back should be. I'm sitting here 1,800 miles away, and I know a pinky nails worth of what Mike McCarthy knows about football. <laughs> what is the problem? Right. And that's why he's no longer the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Right. And what I'm glad that we don't have to listen to anymore are his canned sound bites that were pre-planned, boring by design, all of that stuff. I know he did it on purpose, and he's a lot smarter than he lets on. It was a media thing, but right. that's it was still difficult to listen to. It was a pain in the pain in the butt to listen to, and I'm I'm not going to miss his excuses that only make this franchise look foolish because he doesn't sound like he's in tune with what's going on. He knows what he's talking about. Right. Yep. So now, how has Ron Sook survived through all of the firing? We don't know. I. I, I'll tell you right now. I'd have man, fired if, him if already. A way, if you're going to let Winston. Uh, I, I would have fired Zook already. Like Mike should have fired Ron Zook. Zook. Ron Zook, before Mike McCarthy was ever in danger, Ron Zook was probably should not have not be here. Right. The special teams have been putrid yep. this year. And one of the things that isn't being talked about is, is it time to look for a stronger leg to kick the ball? Mason? Um I don't want I to. knew Crosby wasn't making that field goal. No, I know you said it. You like, looked at me and you said he's, he's, he's going to miss this anyways. Miss it. it was because it was too far away. It wasn't right. because of the accuracy. Instead because instead of was... instead of Rodgers just throwing it for five yards out to, and getting a guy out of bounds, he chucks it deep for a touchdown. And I get it that you want to get that last shot and win the game and avoid overtime, but you can't. You just can't make that decision when you got a kicker who's not been perfect this year. You need to get him as many yards as possible, and instead you chuck it downfield. It's it, it's that was beyond frustrating in that football game, and you looked at me and you were like, "He's gonna miss." And and you know, you've been like that all season. I think you just have been pissed about where the team is at. And I'm like, there's Jason being negative again. And then, boom, he misses the kick. And I'm like, you mother. I was so mad. I was just so mad. It's ridiculous. This this season for Mason Crosby, I think, might be his last in Green Bay. I think next year he's like the highest paid kicker in the league or something. I don't know. Like, he's making a lot of money next year. I, I don't think they can keep him around with the inconsistency. But well, He's making a lot of money. So if, if he's I one mean, of the highest paid kickers, already. he's making a lot of money and like, you don't want to let him go because he's got the capability to win you a big game and maybe he kicks better indoors. But I mean, I see these other kickers just kicking the ball the heck out of the end zone and like not putting the special teams in danger because the return team can't tackle a ball carrier. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're, we're constantly letting ball carriers get to the second and third level. Yeah. And we're not getting those flags for the block in the back. Like we're getting thrown on us. And so we're, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't given up like multiple return touchdowns this mm-hmm. season. Cause that is the worst, worst thing. Yeah. So this- it's, it's just, it's, it's bad. So I don't know. I don't know about that. The whole kicking game. And that's, that's something we're gonna have to talk about another problem, which if you're, you know, still a believer and you want the Packers to do well, these last four games, long snapper Hunter Bradley got hurt today in practice. It looked pretty bad. He lived mm. off the field. 
So their long snapper is injured. They have a ton of guys who are hurt. <laughs> they just can't. They can't catch a break. All right. Kevin, they put Kevin King on Ke- today. Okay. All right. They put Kevin King on injured reserve. All right. Fine. Here we are. Here's your first. Here's your last first pick of the draft in the Thompson era. Early second round, day two, Kevin King to the Packers. They passed on Watt and several other players they could have drafted. All anybody wants to talk about is Watt, though. Mm-hmm. And I am not having it anymore. If you're gonna gonna bring the the Watt and Kevin King comparison, and you're gonna post it on social media, and I see it, I'm gonna respond to you. If I if I see it, I'm gonna respond to you with name me two or three other players that the Packers also could have drafted, right? That aren't named Watt instead of King, right? And then from that argument, explain to me how. Watt was still the better choice over those two or three other guys. Right. So the point that you're trying to make is Kevin King was still a good Shut up. pick. That's the point I'm trying to okay. make. Okay. Yeah. So Kevin King was still a good pick. Quit complaining because they didn't pick your guy. But watch from Wisconsin. Yeah. Sixes and seven says, but watch from Wisconsin. That's exactly the problem. Everybody wants the Wisconsin boy. Everybody wants him because they knew his name. They know who he is. They know the success of J.J. Watt. They wanted him because of those things. They, so many people know so little about what's actually coming out of the draft and what, what's actually going on in college. They just want the names that they recognize, and he was one of them. Kevin King was a name he recognized too, but this one's from Wisconsin. I want that Wisconsin boy. So it's something that everybody just needs to get over. Kevin King could still develop into what he should be. Yes, he's been injured, but uh hope okay, hopefully he's not Devon House. He could, yeah, he could develop into that. I have my doubts. I mean, TJ, there is a, Watt has been a, a better player than than King. I'm not trying to say he's not. Right. You know, That's Watt's fair. got 17 sacks. Kevin King has played in like 14, 15 games. Like it's a joke. You know, Kevin King has one interception cuz he's never available. You know, he mm-hmm. has the dumbest injuries happen to him. He's healthy, he's playing and then he gets like a scrape on his chin. And he has to come out of a game like just dumb stuff like that. Like we can't have you can't have guys on your team that keep getting, you know, hangnails and and paper cuts and can't play. Right. And then especially not on the defensive side of the ball because the Packers need some help still at defensive back. Josh Jackson doesn't look like he's going to be maybe what they hoped or he's miscast as a corner and he should be playing safety. They could tinker with that. Tremont Williams, will he be back? I don't know. I could see them bringing him back on a cheap deal just to be a veteran presence, but he needs to be a backup. He can't be out there playing primary snaps. This is the time, though, where you're seeing them put guys on IR so they can test out some other guys and look at some other guys on the roster. Kendall Donerson got called up. Mm -hmm. He's very athletic on the defensive line. Let's see what he can do. I mean, this is where we're back where we were a year ago in December, where those last couple games were like like a winter version of of, uh, preseason. And you're just checking guys out. Like, you know, Michael Clark was looking good. We were all excited about him. And then he retired, you know, so it's a chance for the Packers to see who they have, but then hopefully these guys can step up and play. We haven't even talked about the offensive line, which is a mess. Brian Brian Balaga starts every game, but he's a question mark to finish. We don't know what Cole Madison is or isn't going to be. Is he going to be part of this roster? So, you know, you got you to look at some options there. The the safety class, according to Peter Bukowski of Lockdown Packers, is the safety free agent class is going to be good. So that's something that, that you can look and at. And cheap, because that's what it was this year. And there was a good group of safeties, and it was cheap. So it will probably be cheap. We're getting some ridiculousness in the chat. Yeah, that's... Budenholzer for head coach. Sweet. Good stuff. Raji versus The Undertaker in WrestleMania. Now, that's a good question. 
I like that one. But yeah. The Undertaker really should stop wrestling. It's scary stuff. Well, there's a lot of guys that should stop wrestling. So this this whole coaching search, I hope that they wait and they don't make a decision right now. I want them to wait till the NFL season is done or at least the regular season. You mean done. for coordinators you're hoping that they get to interviews? Wait till the regular, just wait yeah. till the regular season is over. Yeah. So you can at least look at some NFL guys and definitely wait till the college season is over because some of those coaches may turn into coordinators. We, uh, the, the odds makers have Josh McDaniels as the top odds on favorite to become the head coach of the green Bay Packers. Now yep. people remember this is about moving money. It's not about what is actually going to happen. Right. They also had the Packers 14 point favorites last week against the Cardinals and that didn't work out so well. So Josh McDaniels, yeah or nay. I, I say, I say, yay, but you know, I am a little cautious with with McDaniel's for for his, you know, the crap that he pulled on the Colts. Other people go back to, uh, you know, his time with the Broncos. But how long ago was that? Was that like seven years? Maybe it, it was a long time ago. I could look it up, but I'm being lazy. So people talk about that. And like, I don't want to be, you know, Josh McDaniel's, you know, he, he drafted Tim Tebow in the first round and he's terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. It was seven years ago when I was 19, 18 and 19. I got tattoos. I hate them now so much. Tim Tebow is Josh McDaniels, 19-year-old tattoo. Probably looks back and says, yeah, that was a bad choice. People learn from their mistakes. So don't don't get hung up on that stuff. Look at where he's at now and what he's done for that Patriots offense. That looks great. The real thing to be concerned about is the Colts stuff. Will he do it again? I don't think so. I think if he if he if Green Bay was going to hire him, I think he would take that job. I think it's a more appealing job than the Colts job was. But I think what's going on there is he's not really available because he knows he's the next coach in New England and he knows how long Belichick's going to coach. I think he knows the end is near for Belichick and he thinks his job is right there. He is the next head coach for the New England Patriots. I don't think Josh McDaniels is really available. Yeah, I hope he's not because I don't think I don't think he's necessarily the best fit. That Everyone has their reasons why a guy isn't and I keep asking for reasons why. My thing is is the tie to New England. I think there's a tractor beam with Josh McDaniels in, in New England, and I wouldn't trust him coming to Green Bay and not getting enticed to go back if Belichick left or if, if uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming there's some sort of a plan. You know, New England just has a, a, a lock or a hold on everybody. Right. And that's just kind of that's just kind of life. There have been a, some questions about if the Packers get a top 10 pick, who should they draft? That's hard to answer right now because – the combine hasn't happened. Some, you know, we don't know if guys are going to get hurt. We don't know if some don't guys know who's are coming come, out either. You know, yeah. there could be declare, not declare. That declare that, that, you know, you so, know, what, you know what, if you want my, if you want my take on who they should draft, I don't know about the first pick. That's going to be our own really good pick. That could be a top 10, potentially a top five. If this last month goes the way we do or don't want it to go. But for that second pick, if they keep it, which Goody probably won't, he's probably going to do something with it. Right. Uh, Nikhil Harry, wide receiver out of my alma mater, Arizona State. He is a nice-looking wide receiver. He's got that nice size. He would not be the worst thing on earth as a as a pass-catching option. Yeah. And he's already declared he's coming out. He's gonna he's entering the right. draft. I I say that now because I'm gonna change my mind 15 times, and I'm and then there's gonna be a reason why I don't want him. To play I, for the I currently have no opinion, but I do have this question, and I, I asked you this before the show, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot. 
And people in the chat, feel free to answer because I, I think it's a really interesting one. If the Packers get a top five pick and they're sitting there and, and the top quarterback prospect comes to them, do you take him and start developing your next quarterback? You have to consider it. You have to consider it. I think it. you almost have to do it. You have to consider because it because what uh, are the chances that you'll be in the top five in the draft again? Okay. Why not? No, people in the chat, tell me why not? Because I love Aaron Rodgers is not a good enough answer. Listen, he's not gonna play forever. Right. If yeah, you let's... have if you have if if Brian Gutekunst has the model for the type of and we'll throw Mark Murphy in there because he's involved in every decision too, including who takes bathroom breaks and when. On what kind of quarterback quarter quarterback? What kind of quarterback <laughs> They want, right. and they find a guy in this draft that's available to them, and that is a a perfect fit. It's a, a computer match right. of what they want, and you, that guy is available to them. I think Gutekunst makes that call. You can't pass I think he does on it. that. Right, I think he does. You're it. not going to play him. You can't pass on that. Here's the thing. We all talk about this, Hall. you know, we've got two back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, right? It's not going to happen again. Well, it could happen again. If you're wise, if you're smart with your business, you take care of business, you could have another good quarterback. And not necessarily Hall of Fame. Let's not go that far. But let's just say you can set yourself up so when Rodgers is done, you're still competitive. Yeah, but I'll say this. I have not heard – I've seen it in the chat too. I haven't heard enough – about the quality of the quarterbacks in this draft that right. I think that we're in that we're not, it's not, we're not there. This is not like last year where you had you know, all that Mayfield, going on. Darnold, yeah. Rosen, all those guys. Yeah. So, no, you're, that's a, that's a great point. Jackson, but I'm still saying if there's a quarterback there, that's worth taking it at least has to be considered because Roger said it himself. His, his contract is really only guaranteed for three years, right? One down this year was one of those. So he's got two more years. If you drafted a quarterback and developed for two years, you get to make the decision on whether or not you keep Rodgers for the following years instead of having it just in his hands. Rodgers' contract, I don't think, is going to be very easily movable. I mean, there's going to be some team that will be willing to take him on, but I don't think this is – his his deal is not structured like some where it's like, yeah, it's a five-year deal, but really it's three, and you can kind of move on after two. Like, you know, they're going to probably – they're going to – uh, right. I don't know if they're going to move on. But this from is Nick my Perry. point. So Martin says, we still have five years of Rodgers. Come on, no one sits that long. Fine, fair. But like I just said, even Rodgers said, his deal's only guaranteed for the first three years. After that, they can cut him with, with, with a minimal hit to the cap. They, they would have that option if that's where they wanted to go. So I'm not saying that's the thing to do. I love Aaron Rodgers. I don't want them to move on from Aaron Rodgers ever. But I do want them to make smart decisions to set up this franchise to continue to compete. And... Think they got to be thinking about a quarterback in the next few years. That's got to happen. Do you start thinking about that right now, especially if you're a top five? Sure, pick? you can start thinking about you it right now. But you're, about it. but you're basically scouting. Um, you know, at this point, I think you're scouting freshmen quarterbacks that are coming in. Right. You're scouting freshmen because they got and and hopefully, like you know, they play four years. I'm talking about like they play four years, not two and or three and out. Because I don't, I don't think you know. If there's a match, though, if you find a guy and there's a, there you have an opportunity to get a young guy, right? You got to look at doing it because you just never know how often that that you're going to hit or if you're going to make the right choice the next time you do need a quarterback and you have to draft one. But we're not there yet. Bosa's name's going to get thrown around, right? Uh, you know, Josh Allen's name's going to get thrown around. Like all the popular names are getting thrown around right now. We're going to see multiple times on our chat throughout the off season. We might as well just get used to it now. And I'll just tell everyone who's listening right now, again, this is not transplants. This is not Nagler and Banky. 
Right. This is Cheesehead TV Live. We are a different show. We're part of the Cheesehead TV family. So we are part of the family. We're just not them. No one can be. But I will say this. I am not a narrative-based uh, follower. Right. So if you're going to ask me about a popular name, don't just ask me, like, what do you think about Josh? Come with a better question to me. I don't know about right. you, but I'll just – because we're going to have to – Yeah, listen. no, that's fair. We're going to have to do this for, like – two or three months until the draft comes. And I can't every week right. have people just asking the mundane, <laughs> simple, you know, uh, Cornelius says, let's see. He said, uh, m- that, uh, Murray Murphy said, has said multiple times. He want to keep Rogers till he retires. Yeah. Well, Murphy also said that the next GM would have the opportunity to hire and fire the coach. He says, well, things, by opportunity, it doesn't, it that doesn't, means he has a voice in the room. It just means all I'm saying is it doesn't matter what, what he's saying. What do you want him to say? Yeah. We're going to, you know, We'll get rid of him before he's ready to go. Like that's he's of course he's going to say something like that. So, look, I'm not this 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 whole thing isn't me saying like they should get rid of Rodgers and plan for that. I'm just saying I want them to be looking at that as, as something to possibly do. I don't really want to see how Rodgers will react to it. I, I'm I'm not real comfortable with the idea of bringing in a rookie quarterback that's clearly his replacement and that's the goal. I don't really want to see how he'll react to it. Hopefully, better than Favre did. But it's just something that makes me a little bit nervous at, at this point to bring in uh, a backup for Rodgers who's like a top five pick. That makes me a little uncomfortable. We're going to have a lot of time to talk talk it through. Yep. There's still a game on Sunday, and it's the Packers-Falcons. The Falcons have lost four straight games. Right. They've only won once on the road. They're playing like garbage. They got boat raced on Thanksgiving by the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is playing well. Uh, if for those of you who still think this is a thing, the Falcons did lose to the Browns, but newsflash, the Browns don't suck. So, um, Hey, they're Matt Miller. Who's NFL draft scout, super smart NFL guy who, who knows everything and is really good at picking players and doing mock drafts and all that kind of stuff. Um, the Browns having a better record than the Packers right now is a not surprising and B. No, you know what? Bleep. <laughs> of course, he, of course they are. They don't suck. So, you know, bring your bring your 2017 tweets back in right. 20, 2017. No, the Browns aren't. Okay, I mentioned this in the in the pregame show. Maybe you forgot about it, but I said that I thought the Browns' job might be more appealing than the Packers' job. Yeah, very could it very well might be because of the upside and the the and young the, talent. How that they young have. they are, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Baker Mayfield on that contract that he's on, it means they are in that prime position where if he stays, if he stays on the track that he's on, they're going to be ultra competitive and have plenty of money to spend. That is like the combination right now for getting to the Super Bowl, having a rookie quarterback on a cheap deal, spending tons of money on your defense. That's what's working for teams. So I I think that job has to be more appealing right now. Aaron Rodgers is going to take up 17% of the cap next year. That is a huge number, and no quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl taking up that amount of the cap space. Oh, but they can break the trend, just like the Vikings were going to be the first team to play a Super Bowl in their own in their home stadium. <laughs> so, the, I'm seeing on here. Well, first of all, uh, Alex asks if the Packers get Khalil Mack, would it change the Packers season? Uh, yeah, yeah, it would have just a little bit, just a little bit. Watch Atlanta come in here and beat Green Bay. Cornelio says, "I think you're right. Actually, I agree with you." Uh, the Packers will make the Falcons look like the 2016 Falcons. They probably will because that's what the Green Bay does. You want to get healthy? You want to fix a problem? Come play the Packers. They'll fix it for you. 
I hope Pettin still has some of his magic to help cover Julio and Ridley. That's awesome. And then Mohamed Sanu is going to catch 12 balls for 250 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. You can always find because, something, Jason. They're going to win. Because Mohamed Sanu is the guy that actually torches the Packers. It's not Julio Jones. No, Matt right. Ryan will screw up Julio Jones all by himself. And I, I don't actually believe the Packers are going to win. I, I have a hard time believing that the Packers are going to win. It's the way that they've played this season. I don't care who the head coach is at this moment. I don't see... I don't see the lack of energy on this team turning around anytime soon. They just play so flat every freaking week. You, It's just like, okay, this week is your chance to step up and make that change and start hitting those marks that we know you can hit. And then they come out with the flattest energy possible. How the hell did you get beat by the Arizona Cardinals in Lambeau Field? How? I. Why do you think the head coach got fired? Because everyone's asking that question, including guys in the building. Right. That's it's, why. It's ridiculous. Martin, Martin uh, prediction will come at the end of the show. Hang in there. We will do it. Is there any scenario where we keep Philbin as head coach? We kind of talked about that at the beginning of the show. No. Uh, oh, Cornelius. Okay, Bill Michaels. The Packers actually will have $40 million in cap space. Bill am, Michaels? Am I Bill Michaels? I don't know. That would be awesome. Bill Michaels is he's a got douche. a really he well he is he's he's very difficult sometimes he goes on these tirades and he yeah. kind of belittles the listeners and I don't like that part but he is he is like that negative entertaining sometimes to listen to he's better yeah. than Skip Bayless I can tell you that I'm and, not uh, a big fan of his show I'll yeah. just say that yeah um so oh what do you think about Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson so far Alex asks I mean, Jair you gotta love Jair Jair's like the best defensive player that they've had this year mm-hmm. uh, next to uh, Kenny Clark, but next to Kenny Clark, it's Jair Alexander. Yep. It, there's not even a close third. Josh Jackson, I don't. I think uh, they should consider moving him yeah, to safety. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he can keep up when things get uh, yeah. behind him. If it's in front of him, though, I love his ball skills. He's fantastic. Yeah, with that, he's fantastic. I think they should consider a move to safety, and that might just be a better fit for him. I, 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 like, I like his size. It's great. But I think that as a corner, he's been a little bit lost this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has, but he's got the ability. Like I just, I, you know, I, I could see him like getting his first pick and then that he turns a corner after that. But I don't know if he would be, it would be at the cornerback position. It might be at safety. I'm not sure. So are we, one thing that everyone's probably wanting to know is, is what, what side of the fence are we on in terms of these next four weeks? Do we want wins or losses? I don't ever want the Packers to lose. I don't care what the circumstance is. Like, even last year when it was like, okay, I know they're not going anywhere. Rodgers is back on IR. And they're they're not going they're, – they're mathematically eliminated. But I still wanted to try to win both those last two games, or at least one out of the two, and they didn't. And it was disappointing. Well, the good news is, even though things suck, you can find a reason to be happy about either of those things. Either they win or lose, you can enjoy the win – I want to watch winning football. It's so bo- – when we're doing the game at the bar, man, it just sucks when they are losing. That that game last week, you said it in the middle of the game. You looked at me and you're like, this is like watching golf. It was so dead in the boring. bar. It was so boring. It was so boring. So boring. But the game was on TV and it was a different type of crowd. Right. Um, it was on local TV. Could we see, a lot of people stayed home. Could yeah. we see Rodgers try to force himself out of Green Bay if we hire a coach he doesn't want? Uh, if the Packers hire a coach that Rodgers absolutely doesn't want – that's Brian Gutekunst basically saying nobody is bigger than this team. And nobody is because Favre moved on and the Packers moved on as well. And they survived without him, even though we thought we could never live without four. Right. And Rodgers was there, but I don't think they would do that. If they knew that Rodgers was absolutely against somebody, you know, like 
you'd have to kind of hash it out. And if they hired somebody like that anyway, then the, the writing, the, the writing might be on the wall Yeah, and we might be talking about, you know, what they're going to do with, with Rogers. Cause we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Like how difficult is Rogers be? He's saying all the right things in the media sort of, but how difficult is he really being behind the scenes? And it sounds is, like pretty difficult. Yeah. Right. It yeah. sounds like he's been pretty difficult. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, would Rodgers try to force himself out for the coach? Probably not. I do think that there's a chance he tries to force himself out uh, because of a early quarterback pick. Like, if they pick a quarterback in the top five, I could totally see Rodgers saying, I want to be traded. Get me out of here. Just it, It's just... Uh, I am nervous to see how he will respond if they draft a quarterback. They, I don't and think they will. They, I don't think they... And if they do... And if they do it, uh, it won't um, it won't be early. I think it'll be like really late. I mean, you bring in an undrafted free agent quarterback. Okay, great. By the way, uh, Martin West, I agree with you. Wins or losses, just play better and show improvement. Totally. I, I would like to see some of the rookies play a little better and step up to, especially the receivers. I'd like them to step up in a way that shows, okay, you are on the right track and next year you could actually have a decent impact. We've seen a little bit of that this year. I'd like to see some more consistency consistency as the season comes to a close uh i would like to see whether or not jimmy graham's worth keeping around next season because so far unfortunately does not look like that's the case i don't know why he's keep not him? he doesn't have any speed he can't move he can't move around and he's his routes are terrible like i don't know what he's doing he's not, like he needs a, the line drawn on the field and like you need to stay on the line like when you were learning how to draw in the lines when you were in kindergarten yeah and there have been a couple. There have been a couple of passes this year from Rodgers that are, that have been out of his reach. But there's been a couple that he used to catch, and and he hasn't been able to pull those in. And so, if you're that big body guy, you are expected to also be the guy to out physical the defender. And if the ball comes to both of you, you're expected expected to come away with the football. Yeah. Hey, Car- Cornelius says if uh, you cut Jimmy Graham, you resign Jared Cook. If Cook's available, honestly, take him. I would rather have Cook back. He. Because oh, he so can move. Sad. He can still move and move yeah. around. Jimmy Graham's just Jimmy Graham does not understand how to get open with Aaron Rodgers yeah. as quarterback. That right there is another failure at the end of Ted Thompson's time. Tight end. Should have Bad. kept Jared Cook. Why transition to Martellus Bennett when you just had a year? Why did you just say year? why did you I'm just sorry say, I said his name? I'm and sorry. He, he tweeted, those of you out there, please go find his Twitter handle. He tweeted some smack talk about not being difficult to watch the Packers fail. And please tweet at him. Please make sure that he knows that yeah. he's – remind him that he's unemployed also, by the he way. He who must not be named. Why bring him in? Uh, when when you had Jared Cook for a season that, that, that played out pretty well, and now you could bring him into a second season and build on that success. Instead, you hit the reset button, and you bring in that dingus. And then the next year, you got to start all over again. So that Jared Cook – the, the not re-signing Jared Cook is one of the worst decisions Ted made at the end of his time. It really has jacked up the tight end position, which was already jacked up since Jermichael Finley uh, injured his neck. So, you know, it was like, okay, you finally brought in something that made sense and was a good correction. It's not perfect. He's not Jermichael Finley, but Jared Cook is a decent tight end and and he'll do what's needed. And then, well, I they, trust, then you let him go? I trust Gutekunst and company to make the right decision as to where they should bring free agents in and where they should address needs through the draft. Yeah. And I think tight end, any kind of pass catcher, you need youth, you need speed, you need size. Sixes and seven says we should have kept Donald Lee. Hmm. Yes. And Bubba Franks? 
sure. what other and Mark Tamura? Why don't no, we just don't keep Mark? Tamura. Hey, why don't we just bring back Ed West? And mm. if any of you in the chat know who Ed West is, a few of you should because I've I've been we've been talking about years. Let's just bring back Ed West. Remember, ooh, Jackie Harris. Ooh, there you go, Jackie Harris. <laughs> Look out, uh, Kaufman. Here, there's there's gonna be a Kaufman reference on here soon. I'm sure. Well, if I mean, if you are, there it, it is, Nathan. It, Nathan didn't let me down, even though he spelled it wrong. You know That's what? Okay. Though, you know what? He brought that up before it came up in the show because we're on a little delay, and so uh, good job there, Nathan. For oh yeah, then cheers, Nathan. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Ed West is my dad. LOL. Just kidding. Oh, that's a bummer. Martin. West. Martin's still waiting for our game prediction. He's like hanging on very. You know, he's, he's hanging on there. He's being very patient. He's got a. That, that's a nice avatar picture there. Uh, you know, it looks like a really good young professional. You know? Yeah. He's probably got work to do. He's like, like guys, I gotta. Like, you know, I got, guys, can you just wrap up? it up? Which we need to. We're getting towards the end of things here. So, yep. any final thoughts? I mean, we talked through the coaching thing, the coaching situation. Obviously, the Packers have to get through these next couple games. There's a lot of. There's so many injuries right now, and unfortunately, it's midweek, so we don't know who's going to get ruled out and who's not. We know Kevin King went on injured reserve, so his season is over with. Oh, and for you, Wisconsin lovers, the Packers did sign a former Badger, uh, fifth round pick in this previous draft. Uh, Natrell Jamerson is the newest Green Bay Packer. He was part of those moves made this this week. So, yay, Wisconsin. Anyways, um, okay. Packers, yeah. Falcons. Early game Sunday. It's at Lambeau Field. Yep. Packers have still only lost one game at home. Do you think they're going to be rejuvenated enough with Philbin and McCarthy gone that, you know, I mean, there was a bunch of guys in the weight room on Tuesday, which is an optional lift day, and Philbin noted how he's never seen it at that active in a long time. So players seem like they're they're still dedicated to the cause. Can they pull it out? They're five and a half point favorites. The Packers are. Mm. Well, the Falcons defense is atrocious. They've had they've had injuries. They've gotten they got bit real bad. They lost both of their starting guards, and Keanu Neal went on injured reserve earlier this year. I just want to see the offense score consistently. Deion it, Jones it, is coming back though. Like I, not just score, like just move the ball consistently. Even if you have a couple of failed drives, actually in the middle of the game, actually getting some first downs. Like something happens in the middle of the game every game this year. I have an idea where they stop the ball, moving the football. Hand the ball off to thirty three. Okay, before we get to predictions, let me ask you that question. What is the biggest change that we see this week with Joe Philbin calling plays? I'd like to see Aaron Jones touch the ball no fewer than 15 times each of these next four games, barring injury. I think that is the biggest and change. And I'm even we see. willing to concede carries and catches combined. I think the biggest change that we see is that Aaron Jones gets more, gets the ball more. Also, we don't see the obligatory Jamal Williams drive. I don't think that happens. I think Aaron that's Jones, very NBA like where I've seen some teams where they literally have a rotation where a guy is always sits from X point in the second quarter to the to a mm-hmm. certain point And he always sits no matter what the situation is. And that's how that coach operates. That's McCarthy. Like Jamal Williams is going to be our second quarterback and it doesn't matter what the game situation is. It's gotten out of hand. Oh, well, Jamal Williams is still the running back. Like, no, you're get out, go take that idea with you, please. I want that idea right. as far away. I, I want away. Jamal Williams to be treated as the primary back. He needs to get the ball more, and I think that's going to be the biggest difference that we see this week with Joe Philbin. They're going to use Aaron Jones consistently. So, Jason, you want to give your prediction for this week? Another question about Jimmy Graham and the cap. I don't know about his cap hit. I don't know if we would save money, uh, more money than we would uh, have to dole out. I think I think we'd be okay because the way that they usually sign these older veteran free agents, they usually protect themselves against cap I'll issues. try to look it up. It's the one thing that Russ Ball does well. Okay, so until the Packers win a game, I don't believe that they can. And that's the only reason that's the only thing I'm basing my prediction on. And after last week, can anybody trust this team to win a game? I can't. They Mm. should. 
It's at home in the cold against a dome team. But you just lost to the Cardinals, who for all intents and purposes are in a warm weather team, and they pretty much play in a dome that's, that can be either open or closed. I had to drive by it on Saturday, by the way. I went to a hockey game, and I had to drive by the Cardinals stadium, and, man, I was shouting some very choice words out the window. <laughs> Clearly didn't work very well. So I'm going with the Falcons. I don't know how it's going to happen, but i got to go with Atlanta because – Matt Ryan is, I mean, anybody's playing better than Aaron Rodgers right now. And this Packers team is really beat up and they're just, they have, they just can't seem to get it done until I see it with my own two eyes. I can't pick them. So I'm going with the Falcons and I have no specific, uh, you know, other than Muhammad Sanu, apparently catching 12 and getting his 250 yards and three scores because he does it every time. And the Packers should know to cover him, but they won't. Hey, the beast down the street. Yes. Brett Favre accidentally was part of something he shouldn't have been part of, uh, I, it, from my understanding, it was not something he intended to do. There is something that um, Brett Favre was paid to do, like paid advertising, and it turned out to be like for some racist group or something. And that's what this dude's talking about in the chat. But I don't think Favre would Favre would not be doing that had he fully known what was going on. He was paid money by a company to talk talk about them. He it's not like Favre knows about every company he talks about when he's given ad uh, uh when he's given stuff to do ads for it's just money it's just money anyways and maybe i'm wrong maybe brett Favre's a big raging racist and i don't know anyways uh okay so my prediction for game the football pick. game i gotta pick the falcons too man and and you know i'm always the bright and sunny and shiny guy it's painful we're that painful part of the season it's just that's where we're at it is exactly what you said where it's like i i just need to see it i just need to see I just need to see them do it. I'm done believing that Aaron Rodgers is going to come out. He's going to come out and light the him up finally this season. The magic, like, no, isn't, the magic isn't there. The magic isn't coming back. Uh, it's not a thing. That's not happening. So I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe they're going to win, but let's say they're able to score a little bit. So I'll say the Packers lose 35, 31. They get up into the thirties, but they're unable to win. That's that. All right. I don't want to forget to mention Ticket King, great sponsor of the show. Always been a good sponsor of Cheesehead TV for a long time. You can get your game tickets. They have an office right by Lambeau Field. Tickets were super cheap for this past week's game against the Cardinals. I would imagine there's probably going to be some opportunities for those of you that are able to and want to go see the Atlanta Falcons. Get on the TicketKing.com. You could probably find some great deals there. There is no other way to get tickets to Lambeau Field, so you got to use somebody. You might as well use the Ticket King, the TicketKing.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Perone. You can follow Jeremy at Jeremy RVDL. You can follow Cheesehead TV Live at at CHTV Live. This has been a lot of fun. We're going to come back. We'll be doing this again next week, talking about what happened in the Atlanta Falcons game. And then is it Bears or Jets? Bears. Bears then Jets. It's big. It's Bears week. Next week is Bears week. So thanks, everybody, for coming back and listening. It's been a long time. We are glad to have everybody in the chat. Appreciate all the love. Send us all your questions. Send in your phone calls, Make your sure voicemails. Make you subscribe to Sub the YouTube page. Subscribe to the YouTube page. All that good stuff. For Jason and Jeremy, this is Ben. Cheesehead TV Live. Thank you for listening to Cheesehead TV Live. Check out CheeseheadTV.com for more great Packers content.